Hello, and welcome to 12-Sided Stories Demigods, a Powered by Apocalypse game. And now, the author of Demigods and our herald, Jason Mills. Welcome back for episode one of Demigods on 12-Sided Stories. I am your herald, Jason. Hey, I'm Mac. I'm playing the Verdant playbook. Uh, my character is Victoria Redding, and her divine parentage is Hecate. Hi, I'm Abria Iyengar, playing the Trickster playbook. Her name is Petty, the daughter of capitalism. And I'm Michelle Otis, and I am playing the Warrior playbook. My character's name is Sochil, and her divine parent is Coatlicue. Hi, I am Wes Otis. I am playing the Reaper. My character is Mordecus, and my divine parent is Hades. Great. So last time we figured out how you all came together with your spindle, Carl. Uh, we still don't have a last name. It'll reveal itself in the fullness of time. We need to check in and see, now that you've had this moment, this has been a year or so, building the relationships of your tangles and coming to terms with the fact that you can't get rid of these people who have invaded your lives. Not that you would want to, because I'm sure you all really love each other. I do. <laughs> Excellent. Oh my God. I know. Throw it's up so in your mouth sincere. Yeah. He means it. I yeah, know. I do. He's listening. <laughs> yep, still in the room. Let's go literally anywhere else. Literally anywhere. Where okay. would you like to go? Oh my God. You stay here and we'll consult and come back and tell you. Do you think he's so clingy because he has that like flocks to you instinct like literally everything else in this neighborhood does? God, I hope not. I don't think I'm clingy. I'm just helpful. <laughs> Sochi, you'll come with us. Uh mean girls much what yeah calm yourselves <laughs> why don't we order pizza my god it's so sincere also don't eat pizza why that's peasant food <laughs> oh <Well. right. laughs> that's, that's perfect <laughs> and on that note she puts on her sunglasses thus completing her ritual to teleport and she fucks off bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> What is the place or person you've taken yourself to? Uh, I took myself to New York uh -huh. to secretly get a slice of New York pizza because that made me very hungry. <laughs> I eat it, grab gum, and then come back. All right. I love it. I imagine you've been following a little bit of the news about the rebuilding of the Amazon project in Culver City. The construction site was knocked down. We created jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're job creators. Yeah. <laughs> Not jobs for all of us, though, because there's no greenery to be had there. They are building a skyscraper and they may want some windowsill plants. Those are nice. They're probably just going to get the fake ones. Well, probably. probably. Yeah. But the building has made leaps and strides. It is turning into a tower at this point. It looks like they're going to build a 40 story building, which was much bigger than originally planned. I like it. This was going to be like. An Amazon sort of office, whatever, it's turning out to have all kinds of layers, like a giant cake, a capitalist cake. Oh, I love cake and capitalism. It seems odd to me that, okay, fine. It's good. It's good, right? Wait, what's wrong? Were you about to have a strong opinion? No, well, Please don't let this slip away. No, I, I, it's not that I have a strong opinion about anything. It's more that it just seems, why, why so high in doesn't make any sense so to me. So people can see it from everywhere and they'll know. The construction site has made its way and the intervening time has mostly been filled with you all figuring out, wait, how does this work? How do we hang out together? Oh, we can't not hang out together. Okay, that's a thing. The city has had a higher influx of strange happenings, supernatural stuff that would make for a great episodic TV show. But most mortals don't know that that's happening. Your friend Carl has had a little bit more difficult time adjusting. He can now see all of the supernatural world that most mortals just ignore. Ooh, poor Carl. Yeah. So he's spent the last year adjusting to seeing you know, a flock of harpies land to talk to their gargoyle friends <laughs> on a bridge somewhere. That clicks the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he has to deal with, you know, seeing the alligator man come up out of the sewer, right? That that's a thing people believe in. And so it's real now. 
thanks people who believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl is mostly staying at home. And I'm curious, which of you would be checking in on Carl actively, like beyond just texting him? Like, oh, I, I check on him all the time. OK, I check on everyone. I got to make sure everyone's OK. This is good. I might take him some food every once in a while. Oh, OK. Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, I'll send him a text when I need my drink. Wait, do you guys like hang out with Carl? Yeah, of course. He's fun. He's Carl. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I almost had it. I almost had it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mostly go to check up on his cat mm-hmm. and have conversations. What's his cat's name? Lady. What's her jellical name? It's not for human ears. <laughs> so, Mordecus, let's go through a little bit of your day. Mm-hmm. You've, you've gone to visit Carl. Right. You head to his apartment. Yep. He has a third floor apartment in a five-story building, so he's just sandwiched. He has neighbors on every possible side. Right. The hallway across from his door is very narrow. It would be like a perfect, you know, Marvel TV fight scene hallway. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So... When you get there today, Friday, a random Friday in February, if okay. you will, in Los Angeles, it's pretty chilly. It's like 60 degrees outside. It's quite cold wow. yeah, right now. Yeah. Yikes. It Jacket is, weather. It's bad. Yeah. You knock on the door, I assume. Oh, absolutely. And it swings open as you tap. Carl? On. Carl? There's no answer. You just hear a meow. Uh-oh. Lady, where's Carl? Oh, wait, you don't talk to me. Damn it. Um, she I... does have quite a lot to say to you right now, though, and she looks indignant. <laughs> Did he not give you the food that you wanted? She just walks away from oh. you. I start looking around the apartment. Okay. When you go into the apartment, there is just a wall on the right all the way to the like sliding glass doors that go out to the not big enough to stand on balcony. Right. <laughs> and... Then to your left is a a mini shitty kitchen, right? right? With the, like a hot plate and a fridge that's not really big so. enough. The sliding glass doors are closed. Mm-hmm. He does not have curtains. <laughs> There's, <laughs> however, his glass door just looks out across of the the eight foot alleyway mm-hmm. and to looks at the white stucco of the building across okay. the way. And then there is a uh, bedroom past the kitchen uh which is the like there's the entrance to the bathroom and you have to go through the bathroom to get to the bedroom it's the worst apartment layout of all time yeah so (laughs) built in like 1967 and never updated based on a real place that i have been to but it costs (laughs) thirty seven hundred dollars a month yes because it's in yeah thirty nine hundred if you want the carport that you share with someone right (laughs) (sighs) what what a life (laughs) But he's making it in L.A. Yep. Did we decide where Carl lives? Yeah, Uh, we had said West Hollywood, West Hollywood. Oh, that's right. He's in WeHo. Okay. So his, this is totally appropriate then. (laughs) His uh, West Hollywood apartment, you go in, you can see the kitchen. It doesn't look like it's been turned over, right? It's, there's um, several empty boxes, uh, the like blue and yellow boxes of mac and cheese that are stacked and ready to go out in the trash. Right. He doesn't want to fill up his tiny trash can with those. And the door to the bathroom slash bedroom is open and it's dark back there. I just walk back there into the darkness. Okay. When you get back there, there's no Carl. He's he's not here. But the thing you do notice right away is his phone on the bedside table. Oh, that's not normal at all. Everybody takes their phone everywhere now. Right. Um, this is a smallish bedroom, except it does fit a full-size bed, like a, a double, not a queen size, but a, a double bed. And there's about a foot around it on, on the, each side right, and at, yeah. the, at the end of it. Uh, so, All right. So I look around the whole room. I look through all of his stuff, just yep. looking for the clues on where Carl might be. Yeah. He has stacks of clean folded clothes in one area next to the bed that there's enough room to stack that. And, um, you know, aside from just a couple things sitting out, like the glass of water he had last night and whatever, it doesn't look like anyone's been searching. Okay. Uh, it just looks like he's go- like left and forgot his phone, which is not a thing that people do, that regular people so do. So I'm going to call uh, Victoria. Mm. Victoria? Hello? Yeah? 
I'm with a client. Well, Carl's missing, and and I was hoping that maybe you could come over and talk to Lady, since she doesn't like I, me very much. I, yeah. I try to give nice to her, but she never listens. And I, she, yeah. just, she just, just, uh, I just want her to like me. She's a yeah. nice kitty. Mort, I need you to. What? What? I need uh, you to stop. Yeah. For two seconds. Yeah. 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 Please excuse me. Um, I have to take this call. Sorry. Uh, put Lady on the phone. She is meowing incessantly as soon as you can hear her voice in the earpiece. All right, so I put the earpiece and whatever down towards the cat. I have not been fed in days, and this is not the kind of treatment I've become accustomed to. Days? (laughs) Days. That's unacceptable. There's literally no food in my bowl. The guy who lives here is just gone. (laughs) The guy. (laughs) What did you say his name was? Carl. Who can even say that? <laughs> I know. I know. It's uh, hard to wrap the tongue around. So is somebody going to... Can you tell this guy to feed me or what? Yeah, I, I can do that. Uh, but do you have any clue where the guy that lives there went? Uh, he was asleep. And then the shadow came over his bed while he was sleeping. And he left into the dream world. That's very helpful. Um, but liter- literally days. I have not eaten. <laughs> There's a little water in this, like, bubbling thing, but I'm dying. Clearly. Uh, go, go ahead and put the other guy who does not live in your apartment back on the phone, if you would. All right. He smells like death. <laughs> I know. And the cat just backs away backs away from the phone that you're holding out for her. All right. Uh, please, so please feed the cat. Okay. And apparently Carl was taken by a shadow to the dream world. So that well, sounds uh, great. But what? Uh, so should I feed the cat or should I bring the cat with me? I mean, we don't want to leave the cat here alone, right? How do we deal with this? I don't. Put I don't the lady understand. on again. You, you hear before he even gets a chance to do that. The like lady in the back were like, "He's not going to pick me up, is he? Don't let him pick me up." I say, His "Oh, okay, okay, weird. okay." No, no, no one's going to pick you up. Do you want to stay where you're at, or do you want to come with? Yes. That's uh, <laughs> that's about what I expected. So whatever you feel like doing at that moment in time, we'll deal with it. All right, put him back on the phone. Okay, so I'm really confused. All I've heard is a bunch of meowing. Mm. So uh, please tell me what I can do to help the situation. First of all, please feed lady. Of course, of course. And then I suppose we should figure out how to get to the dream world? Uh, I don't usually go there, but yeah, we can figure that out. Maybe somebody we know, maybe they can get us there. That would be helpful because I certainly don't know how to do that. Well, I'll feed the cat and uh, put a reminder on my phone to come back and check on the cat in 12 hours, maybe. I've never dealt with a cat before. Uh, she would appreciate that frequency, I believe. Okay, good. Well, Or I'm gonna... she may follow you out uh, when you come to... Don't I need a cat carrier or something? No, don't. Don't. Uh. <laughs> All right. Okay. I. She will claw your eyes out. I, I just if okay well all right I'm I'll, anyway I'm very uh, I'm very excited to figure out what happened to Carl so I'll come to you guys very soon. Uh, text the group. I have to finish with this client. Absolutely. So I text the group mm-hmm. with a lot of emojis. It's a mm. shit ton of them. What is the gist of your message? Well, basically, Carl's missing, dreamland, cat food. Mm-hmm. Lots of cats, and then lots of emojis of delivery guys, and then lots of sad faces. Hmm. Um, would I know of, like... Um where I could locate the Sandman or a nightmare? Um, You could probably ask around. Uh, I don't think that's an inherent part of your pantheon. There is something related to the God of Death in the Aztec pantheon that is about sleep. 
Speaking of sleep death, you just get a very long text back that says it's 3 a.m. in Milan. And unless you're sending me this text because you're about to reap my fucking soul, what do you need? Use your words. Come home. We have to find Carl. I am home. And why do we care about Carl? Carl's our friend. We care about our friends. (sighs) We'll see you soon. (sighs) I'll go get Carl. Please stop bothering me. Oh, okay. I didn't know I was bothering you. Is this this is to the group text, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I love that. Damn. Yeah. Not bothering me. <laughs> she writes back. It's like a dot dot dot. And they're right. You're not bothering me. Oh, great. Ugh. I don't want to bother my friends. Oh my god. You just get a side text. <laughs> this I was just guy. Say like I think we're side texting yeah. at the same time. <laughs> so many gifts of just disgust. Like ugh. He's so, so nice. I find, I go look at the bowl of food in the water. Right. So, Mordecus, uh, I'm going to ask you to roll Pierce the Veil. And so normally this isn't something the Herald would ask you to do, but as one of my Herald moves, I'm going to have you roll, and I'm going to burn up one of your questions with information I want to give you. Okay. And um, then you may have some extra questions to follow up. Okay, so is Pierce the, is that a... That's there a... It is judgment roll. Excellent. Are you very judgmental? I'm totally judgmental. I have a plus three. Oh, Hell excellent. yeah. So that's a seven. So I believe that's good. Okay. So that Ask would, two questions. Yep. That would let you ask two questions. I'm You're gonna, burning one. Yes. I'm going to feed you one answer to a question you didn't ask. Okay. <laughs> you have looked around this place enough you're familiar with the supernatural. You know, having looked around, you've fed Lady. Her bowl was three quarters full, though. <laughs> but what you notice, you know, he has this like headboard thing behind his bed, which is really the only surface he could put like his glass of water and whatever. Right. And there's a couple of the, a couple of the magazines are open to you know where this spring is going to be good surfing. Theoretically, it's still February, so you know he's not right. he's not going anywhere yet. Okay. Uh, but under those is a leather-bound tome of dark brown leather and the uh, page, it's a closed book, but the edge you can see is gilt-edged pages and it's about two inches thick. Okay, so I take that. It, um, when you get it out from under the magazines, the uh, leather tome has, th- there's nothing embossed on the leather cover. It's just smooth. Uh, even dark brown color all the way around right with a gold it's a, a locked latch that you would like put a key into the book basically is okay what it looks like and i can't find any key anywhere because that would totally make yeah, it, me search yeah it doesn't um, yeah you, you do a quick search you don't find a key and it's he doesn't he's not a very messy person it turns out so it's not like you have to dig through a bunch of stuff. You look through the few places where there would be a key. There doesn't seem to be anything. Okay. I'm going to try to bend fate and use the same key that I would use to open the Book of the Dead Oh, to open this book. Okay. So before you roll bend fate, I'd like to have you pick what your boons and or bane would be. Um, if you get to have two boons. Your gift does something oh. beyond its normal limits, so yep. that'd be the first one. Agreed. And I'm going to give Fate's favor to Sochil. And then for my Banes, my gift is unusable. Okay, you only have to pick one of these. Okay. Worst case, you only have to Okay, so then I'm going to say uh, I'll take a harm. Oh, okay. So I'll take a harm if it doesn't work. Huh. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> okay, so that's boxcars. That's doubles, yeah. which means you get to mark a thread. Yeah. Uh, threads are how we do XP in Demigods. And when you get five of them, you could buy in advance, but you can also spend them one at a time for some little benefits that sometimes make it hard to save up okay. to five. Uh, so when we get into that, we can make use of that. Cool. But you have a 12 plus your weird. Right. Which for me is not weird at all. Oh, okay. So it's just 12. Okay. Well, you've got your 12. <laughs> um, you get your two boons, but even on a 10 plus, you get a bane for this. So I, I should double check, actually. Do, do you definitely want to do the harm? Because yeah. you take the bane no matter what. Yeah. On I'll, fate. I'll, take, I'll take the harm. Okay. So mark one harm. Okay. And your gift is pushed beyond its normal limits. And when you... What does what your Book of the Dead look like? It is tragically 
stereotypical. It's like has human skin and a face on the like front Necronomicon. of it. Necronomicon yeah. kind of thing. So and when edgy. I open it, it goes. It's terrible. Like it's just every cliche you can think of. Right. It's okay. Absolutely. That. And it has a little lock on it. It has this, and I have to use a skeleton of key to course. open it. Of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. Yes. Uh, okay. So you get the skeleton key out of its little. What are you? Out of its a little pouch. holder. A pouch. Uh, it's okay. a. It's a. It's a, a silk black mm-hmm. pouch with the tie with little skulls on the end of it. Okay. Um, and when you sort of offer it to this book, it's right off, not the right size or shape, right? You're, right. You're like, hey. <laughs> but you impose your will. It is a supernatural object already. You can tell that. Right. This is yeah. not just like from the stationary This store. isn't like his journal that no. he got off of Amazon. It is. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he did. But it, it's also magic. Yes. Uh, so, Dear diary. Yes. You push your will onto this object, and the lock adjusts itself, and your key adjusts. Okay. All right? Your key is going to need some time to recover to be able to open the Book of the Dead again. Okay. We're going to complicate things. But you get the key into this new book. You go to unlock it, and several things on the cover kind of come into view. And there is what looks like a bag with a cinch tie. It actually looks like a dice bag, right? Okay. Kind of. It's like a, a flat bottomed sack with, with a Say cinch crown tie. Royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a crown royal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that is the 2D image that's embossed on the front of this as you unlock it. And when you open it, it's in ancient Greek. I think you would identify as ancient Greek, but, but it's not probably, necessarily speak. Yeah not, not, yeah, not a language that you're super familiar with. Dad speaks it all the time and just confusing. Mm. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to like just teleport in because yeah, I think ah. I, yeah, and I think what you hear is I the sound of heels on walking on marble for like three steps before she just appears mm-hmm. in like impeccably tailored silk pajamas with like a little drawstring and like five inch heels taking off her sunglasses like full face of makeup obviously okay what are you doing what is this i found this book and i've opened it and i don't know ancient greek aren't you Um, greek when you look at the book it is definitely not in ancient greek and he is 100 percent wrong okay well one you're dumb because that's not greek to, like, aren't you Greek? Well, I never learned it. I just found out who my dad was. I, not like I went to, I didn't have some schooling in, in ancient Greece. Okay, but like, have you been to a frat party? Because those aren't Greek letters. And so what you see is uh, lines and lines of ledger. And as you know, the receipts always tell the story. Yeah, right? of course. And that's what this, this book is some kind of ledger. Yeah. Those are like accounting books. Well, no. Are no. you just like bad at math? Like, are you in financial trouble? That I makes could sense. be. I don't know. It's possible. Hmm. I don't really follow how much money I have. It's just a thing I don't do. Well, that I actually respect. We're all going to die sometime. Why worry about it? Gross. Someone's knocking. Oh my God. Please let it be. Does it smell like there's more animals near? Uh, looking down, does Lady like react? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the first, she's like hurrying tail up straight to the door. Ah, oh, Victoria's here. Hi. Hi. Oh, you're back from the lawn. Hi. Thank you. Yes. I'm gonna text so chill. Where are you? I'm. I, these these two are being kind of mean, and and I'm trying very hard to be nice to them, but they're 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 being mean. So I I could use your help. I I text him on set be there as soon as I can. So we have a book. I see Greek letters. Mm -hmm. She sees something totally different. Mm -hmm. What do you see? Victoria, I'm, I'm not judging or anything like that, but you have a bird on your head again. And we're inside. We don't talk about the birds on her head. And the lady is also interested. Just saying cat bird inside. You did feed lady correct? not yet no i haven't had chance i haven't eaten in days i mean that's... please don't claw up my face to get the bird on my head can i just have it though can you tell it to fly into my mouth that is an acceptable compromise is she having a conversation with the cat again yeah yeah she is there's you a should... lot of yowling you give, you give yeah. me a hard time fair enough you're both fucking weird yeah 
What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, like hearing that, like she's like super offended because she came <laughs> over to help and figure this out. Um, as a show of like, fuck you, I'm scary. I think she is going to see if she can get the bird to fly into ladies' mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's not in the bird's instinct to do. So let's no. just roll weird and see what happens. Yeah. So that's eight plus another two is ten. Yeah, that's that's a bird in the mouth. <laughs> I think that's how the saying goes. A yeah. bird in the mouth is worth two in the... I don't, never mind. Victoria. Sorry, I just want to clarify. Did you think that would be more or less upsetting? Hopefully more. L- lady has hopped out of your arms and taken it over to eat where she can look out the glass doors. You were being rude. Yes. You were being annoying. Also And true. it made both of those things stop for a second. So let me see the fucking book. I don't know if there's any fucking in it, but here you go. Oh, one would hope. <clears throat> what do I see in the book? Uh, you flip through some of the pages. It's kind of a mix of both architectural drawings of like, you know, di- diagrams, explanations of how to lay things out. There's actually some pretty interesting uh, artistic choices mm-hmm. for, for how to lay out a space. And you can see it's kind of tied not to specifically feng shui, but the idea of, you know, adding a, a spiritual component to one's physical space is it's a whole treatise, a two, you know, two inch thick ancient book about establishing the spiritual connection to your home. I'm going to take the book and go over to Lady and I'm so sorry to interrupt you while you're eating, but could you take a look at this weird thing that I'm holding and tell me what it looks like to you? Mm. Like actually hold the book in front of her okay. face. So she looks a little reticent at first, but realized she doesn't have to stop eating the bird to sure. do what you asked. And so that's fine. And she says kind of through muffled luck, I didn't know you could read cat. Fascinating. Uh, and I can't. So mm. can you? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it says? Of course I can read. I'm just asking the question. I didn't mean to be rude. Hey, everybody. Did you hear the knock? Busy. Can we not talk anymore to the cat that's eating a bird in a in the living room? Shh. I'm getting information. Now she's offended. Now she goes to the corner with the bird. I mean, Damn I guess it. I go open the door since there was nothing on earth stopping any of us from doing it. Also, if it's so chill, she could just knock the fucking door off the hinges. So I'll spare our good friend Carl the struggle. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. What's going on? Uh, something about a cat? Then a cat's eating a bird for some reason. Okay, who... Where did we get this book? I found it while I was looking for Carl. Our friend. Where did you find it? In his bedroom. Carl had this book. Yes. Okay, can I take a look at it? And surprisingly, not a lot else in there. It's kind of small. It's worth noting there are at least 20 small birds on that little shitty railing thing outside staring at your friend at Victoria. That's very upsetting. Yeah, well, I'm not having the best time of it. I'm sorry. Is there anything I can do? If you could make the flocks of animals stop following me, that would be swell, Did you but sing I doubt to them it. or something? Is this like a Snow White kind of thing, or... Do I look like Snow White? You are pretty pale. You're looking at the book? Yeah, I look at the book. All right. So this is a mix of extremely streamlined drawings of, like, if you were going to draw to explain Kung Fu to someone, so it's, it's drawings that actually really adequately display how to do certain moves, how to fall properly, how to organize a group fight. But all of this is in pictures, right? Okay. It's an explanation of how to fight and how to fight for stage and what you should adapt to change so that it's safe on stage and how you to fight differently when you need to actually hurt someone. And it's it's a whole long treatise on how to do that appropriately. So Carl was learning to uh, to fight? Well, okay, so she we're all fight. seeing a different thing in this book. Including Lady. Interesting. Lady's the cat that's eating a bird right I now. I know who Lady is. Okay. It's in the living room. I've, I've visited Carl before. I've literally never been here. This is weird. It's so small and sad. So we have Carl who was apparently taken by some sort of shadow into the dream world, according to Lady. And a book that is different for all of us. Maybe they were looking for the book? This is literally 
the thing I do. I can just try to go to Carl. Can't bring him back, but if he's happy, he's happy. Well, you could find out where he is at least. Yeah. Okay. Well, unless I... Well, here's what we'll do. I'm going to put on my sunglasses in a second, but before I do that, uh, I'm going to try to bend fate to push my silver tongue beyond its limits to just tell the birds to back off. Mm. Okay. So we'll see if that's anything. Are you going to open the sliding glass door at all? I'm just going to... Oh, okay. To the window Talk and yell the window. out to okay. the birds. So if it works, I want your gift does something beyond its normal limits. And uh, can I sort of bend someone's supernatural ability as unusable to her, like, ascendance problem? Yeah. yeah and I can just, live like, with that. knock it down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then for a bane, something bad finds you. Because mm-hmm. I like giving gifts. I love it. <laughs> um, this is also a good point to note, too. Everyone has a section on your character sheet called gain a thread yeah and the gain a thread section that you have four unique things that you're being bribed to do with your playbook and so if you do those at any point the first time you do that in the game session you get to gain a thread for that so that's just look those over if you've already done one feel free to say oh i told an unnecessary lie and you know (laughs) uh constant check off your thread xp i did get one actually because uh talk with the plant or you did indeed nice okay so you rolled your weird yes what did you get i rolled a seven plus three is a ten it wow yeah that's a lot very weird okay so (laughs) you're extending your supernatural ability and deadening her supernatural ability yeah and something bad is going to find you. Does that happen no matter what? Yeah. Oh. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that happens. It's just less bad. But can I just, like, 10 plus. smack against the window? And mm-hmm. I think just to, like, out to the birds, her face turns into the, one of the really bad digital faces from Cat. I'm like, I will jellical kill your ass. Leave her alone! They're just gone. It seems like maybe one of them just died. Yeah. And she fell. <laughs> like, exploded. Huh, don't. Nope. Tight. And definitely... then she turns her face back to normal and goes, Oh my God, thank you. You're so welcome. Okay, I'm going to go to the dream world or whatever. I'll be back. Be careful. Mm-hmm. And she just adjusts her outfit. And then like glasses appear from nowhere in her hand. And she puts them on. And I want to use location, location, location to go to wherever... My friend is the word we're using. Friend, yeah, friend. Yeah. your friend, friend Carl. Where he is? Okay, you find yourself riding tandem with Carl, sitting behind him in a water slide. You're wearing what you described. Yeah. Which uh, remind me again? Silk pajamas with a very nice drawstring, impeccably tailored, five-inch heels, full face, fresh blowout. Right. You're on a water slide in the part of the fiberglass tube that's all the way around still. Uh, with him, like, in front of you, you know, where you're yeah. sort of going friendos? Yeah. He is in just board shorts, so you're just, like... Holding the body. Yep. He doesn't seem particularly surprised. Mm-hmm. He just says, oh, hey, Petty, over his shoulder, as you two swoop down into this dark uh, water slide, and you're corkscrewing through yeah. the Yeah. Just a lot of screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't expecting this. Mm-mm. And she goes hoarse by the end, and it's just like soaking wet and disheveled like Mm -hmm. a drowned cat by the time they get to the bottom. Yeah. You shoot out the bottom and you are sort of treading water in what could only be described as a Hawaiian lagoon. Yeah. Right? With There's a waterfall coming down. There's no sign of where the water slide was. (laughs) Um, But you're just sort of treading water. It's just the two of you. Um, Hey, Carl. Hey. Are you asleep? Why is is this happening? I'm in hell. No, is don't worry. Hell? I'm just dreaming, and you're in my dreams. It's not the first time you've been in my dream. Don't worry. Oh, that's so nice to know. Uh, I hate that. Are you... Look, it's just a dream. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You've never been in heels before. You know what? On that note, she puts her glasses back on. <laughs> just shows back up in the wet outfit. Oh, yeah, you're soaking wet. Yeah. How was it? Whoa, what happened to you? He's fine. And then wrings out her hair. Okay. Well, okay. Well, can you explain a little more than just he's fine? Uh, lady leaves the living room into the bedroom looking offended at the water in the carpet. <laughs> Fair enough. He's dreaming he's at a water park because he's a 12-year-old boy. But how is he full body inside a dream? Normally, 
when people dream, it's just all inside their mind. He's actually physically in the dream. Yeah. Okay. That's also an important question, but he doesn't believe he's in danger. Well, but that doesn't mean he's not in danger. If you could live your dreams, I feel like that's not the worst place to be. Over time, though, if you're stuck there, I mean, he he might not know that he's stuck there. He's been gone for a couple of days. It's water. It's cool. Has he actually been done for gone for a couple of days, well, or is that a cat is, being a cat? Yeah, cat time. I don't. Weeks. <laughs> Weeks. Exactly. Well, can we look at his phone and see when the last time he used it was? Yeah, I, I guess. I just don't. I feel kind of weird. I don't. Phone. So I walk into the bedroom. You broke into his house. It. The door was open. And the cat invited that, me in. I, I doubt I that she invited you in. She meowed. How dare you? I'm from the other room. <laughs> I look at the phone. Yeah, it's it's on. It's 70% charged, uh, but locked. Okay. Do you want to unlock his phone? I can do it very quickly. Okay. So I give her the phone. Sweet. Uh, we're going to use mimicry. Mm. And we're just going to turn into him in board shorts. Like, this is his danger. Look like him. Uses them to unlock the phone. Okay, done. And then switch back to a dry version of myself. Uh, yeah. yeah. New haircut, shorter, spikier. Oh, I like this one. Of Thank yourself. You. That's good. Thank you. There's his phone. And I just hand it back. Like, she is unworried about solving this mystery. Okay, so when was the last time he used it? Like, I'm looking at text messages. I'm looking at history. What time did you get here, Mordecus? I'm going to say I got here at four in the afternoon. Okay. So he last used his phone 12 hours ago. There's okay. not, like no texts. It's just showing his like browser history. He was looking up more information about surfing and like he found some pretty disappointing wave reports for LA. And that was the thing he was looking at at 4 a.m. Okay, so last time he used his phone was about 12 hours ago, so he hasn't been gone all that long. Oh my god, it's a cat meowing to most of you and indignant impatience. I know, lady, I know. What does it need? Why are you all still here? She's a cat. She's doing what she does. I'm going to close the door on it and just lock it in. (gasps) Oh, that's going to be awkward later. She's screaming. Yeah. I don't like cat fur in my clothing. I'm not allergic. I just don't like cats. Have you ever seen Thundercats? It was great. I saw it on YouTube. I'm trying to break the I bet you would like his weird dream. What was it? Oh, yeah. You said it was a water park. Yeah, I would like that dream. That'd be fun. So do we need to find a way to get him out of it? Or do we let him just keep living his best life? I think we need to find him. I like to party with him. He's cool. I mean, unless we have a sense of what's trapping him in the dream world or if he is self-inserted. Don't you guys have legends of like Lotus Eaters? He's seen a bunch of weird stuff in the last year. Maybe he's just saying, fuck it. Yeah, just noping out. I mean, I'd want to contact someone from my pantheon if I can. Yeah. Tiscatlipoca is the uh, smoking mirror. Okay, and that's what I was yeah, of. yeah. Nice. and he's he's the brother of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, but so he's kind of like the opposite. Yeah, yeah. not the good brother. <laughs> not the good brother, but um, I'm wondering if I can use Pierce the Veil to well, ask I think questions what we would, of him, or what we would do is bend fate to try and get in touch. Okay, because it's weird. But you're the only one who'd be able to bend fate because you're specifically trying to connect your pantheon. You will contact them. The role is sort of. How good do you contact them? So let's roll weird and see how it goes. It's sort of it's more of a custom weird roll than a literal Ben Fate. Because my weird I mean, can we help? Not, my weird is not very good. Not for this, because she's gonna make contact no matter what. Oh, yeah. oh nine, so eight, because my weird is a negative. <laughs> All right, no, that's good. A seven to eight, a seven to nine is just needs to be a moderate success. And so I'm gonna give you an option. One, you can get in touch with the smoking mirror and ask it a question. Or if you would like to take two harm ignoring armor, you can ask three questions of any question you want to ask. 
Um, Plus capitalism, it's a good deal. Two harm, three questions. Yeah, like why wouldn't you do it? I don't understand. Like, are you scared? Like, really? I don't know. You're asking me that? I don't know. I just feel like your hesitation makes me question your dedication to sparkle motion. Some people think before they act. Give me a moment. I'm constantly thinking and rarely act. (laughs) You're so pretty when you're frustrated. So the mirror in the bathroom has reacted to your incantation, whatever that is. It is, you know, smoke is billowing behind it as if there's a a fire or something. And it is kind of waiting for your commitment. Like you can just ask a question and it'll be done with you. Or it will accept your blood sacrifice and have a longer conversation. Okay, so I'm taking the two harm. Okay. What does that look like? Cut open my hand uh-huh. and drip it into the sink because that's going oh, to yeah. the mirror. Yeah. yeah, cool. I like that. The mirror shudders. Almost seems like it's going to shatter, but it stops shaking. The smoke parts and this sort of indistinct face floats to the surface of it that's looking through a window and okay. is waiting for you to ask questions. Okay. And all of you can see this happening in the mirror. I'm fascinated by this, but I also saw the cut on her hand, and so I want to come up and, like, be watching that, but just, like, idly put a a hand on your arm um, and use regrowth to heal your harm. Oh, okay. You uh, would probably be aware that you should do this after the conversation. Right, yeah, because yeah, because I probably yeah. like pull yeah, my and, hand because and, uh, and you know involving blood in a ritual is not a totally uncommon thing. Got it for uh, Sochil's family. So right. uh, <laughs> it's a thing. We it's do. it's a thing. I like it. First time, you know. Thank you, Tuskatlipoka, for listening to me and for allowing me to ask these questions. He's, he's like, he likes this praise, yeah. right? He's, he's silent, but is... His feathers rough. Yeah, he kind of like gets closer to the mirror, like, yeah, tell me more about me. <laughs> doesn't say that, but yeah. yeah. I say, oh, wise one, because I know he likes the flattery, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, wise one, a friend of ours has gone into the dream world. First, I would like to know, is he going to be harmed? Is this harmful to him? The, none of the, the three of you don't hear the voice at all. You do see the mouth move and all of you see the face get very close as it turns. And it's sort of I, I know it's, it's not exactly a feathered serpent the way Quetzalcoatl is, but it's has this sort of feathery apparition. And then the feathers pull back just to bare skull and you uh, you hear, just you hear uh, him say, He will be dead before the new moon. His life force ebbs away as we speak. How can we get him back? You will have to pass into the dream world and convince him to leave. Who did this to him? One of the new ones. I want to answer, but I don't know the word for it. Okay. I thank you for your time and for your wise words. So along okay. with that, mm-hmm. you get this, like like he's trying to come up with the word that he oh, doesn't okay. know. Oh, okay. And you get overwhelmed with it. I just didn't it. want to push it. Yeah, yeah. He, he communicates the best way he can. He floods you with this sense of frivolity and useless entertainment. Not like a rich performance, but just like fucking nonsense. Okay. And draining entertainment, uh, you know, for the sake of draining. And you know your connection's pretty tenuous at this okay. point. But, you know, if you but if you I have, have an... one more question, you, yeah, if you want to ask something else about this impression, he is genuinely trying to help you, right? Yeah. He's not being a dick about it. No, I know. I know. I'm trying to think of what to ask. He is able to communicate something clearly. Okay. He comes up with the sense of when tourists come through the ruins that the Aztecs claim as their you know areas mm-hmm. when the tourists come through and they're entertained by the local guides with bullshit stories that actually aren't anything about you know the Aztec right. religion um, it's it's that like that's the closest thing he can come up with is the like bullshit stories told the tourists has okay. that has kidnapped your friend Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything. And then the smoke fades from the mirror. So now I'll take the healing. That is haunting. (laughs) 
So on a seven to nine, you heal three harm distributed as you choose. And I think you're the only one with harm, so. I'm very badly injured, lady. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm stuck in this room and I've hurt my paws trying to open the door. (laughs) I'm going to heal Sojil. And quote unquote heal lady. And let lady back out of the room (laughs) and say, just she keeps screaming at me and she's not going to stop. That's fair. Yeah. For what it's worth, Petty, Lady gives you the widest berth she can through this room. And like wherever you're walking, she is trying to get far away from you. Oh, good. We have an understanding. So I explained to you guys everything that he said. That was haunting to watch. Um, you get used to it. Oh, I'm going to say also there's a like a scorch around the mirror. Oh, yeah. Right? It's not yeah. burning, but it's, no, it's, it's like, like smoke stained. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. He's not going to get his deposit back. Yeah, that's going to be hard. That and the... the anyway. Uh, so we have to save Carl then. Yeah, we do. Is there any way for me, if he's in close to death, is there a way for me to find out if he's on a list. Um, well, we didn't totally discuss what your Book of the Dead does. Right. Uh, it's one of those gifts that's left open-ended a little bit on purpose. And so a lot of times Book of the Dead is uh, someone will say, oh, it has information about everyone who's ever died. Or it lets me speak to somebody who's dead and I can like write to them and it writes back. Right. Um, but it doesn't have to be that. It could be your like appointment book of like people you need to go see. That's soon. what I was kind of, yeah, yeah, that's, that's can, why I, yeah. we can decide it's that. I say, well, let me find out when my appointment with Carl is and maybe that'll give us a hint on whether or not we save him because it's a few days from now. And then I look at the book and I think, and I, I start going for the key and I'm like, damn it. The key won't work. I used it on this other book. And it's got to turn back into the... Like, when you look at the key, it looks like you just, like, twisted it. Like, it's... Like, why does it look like that? Right. I ask my Book of the Dead, because all these souls are always coming out of it, I say to it, uh, could you just let me take a peek? I'm going to have you roll Bend Fate with Fate's Disfavor. So you're going to roll three dice and take the worst two. The worst two... Oh, no. Well, I rolled a one, a one, and a two. Ooh. Good news, you got doubles. Oh, yeah. You gain a thread. You do gain a thread. Okay. Uh, but we're going to call that a six minus. All right. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's no good. And the uh, book, what, what was it you asked again? I just said, you know, could you just let us take a peek, take a look? and see the the list. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Yes. Your book blasts open and green soul energy is shooting up out of the book. You drop it on the floor. You fall back, reeling back against the wall. Uh, I'm going to have you take one harm. Do you have epic armor? I do. Ignore that. Okay. Because uh, it's just you slamming against the wall. Right. Uh, it's the little wall between the bedroom and the living room. Right. And a bunch of the plaster cracks and breaks. Now he's really not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, the book falls on the bed. You're slammed back. You are in the bathroom, sort of. You're in the kitchen. The two of you, you can easily see in there. The book is blasting open, and there's this strange sort of amoeba-shaped form taking shape on the ceiling, glowing green and ultraviolet. And we'll have to wait until next time to see where that goes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you, everyone, for joining. This was episode one of Demigods. I'm Jason Mills. You can find me at It's Probably Okay, just the letters okay, on Twitter. I uh, am in a weekly masks campaign on Happy Jacks on Wednesdays, also Happy Jacks. I alternate Mondays between running Shadowrun and playing in Things from the Flood. And I wrote this game called Demigods. Uh, You can find out more about it at demigodspbta.com. And there's a whole quick play there that you can jump in and try until the book comes out. 
Hey, I'm Mac Beauvais. You can find me everywhere on the internet says at strange like that. I am also on Happy Jacks every Monday playing Shadowrun and Tales from the Flood. And you should definitely check it out because otherwise I will find you. Nice. <laughs> I'm Abrea Iyengar. You can find me on social media at Quiddy, Q-U-I-D-D-I-E. On Sundays, you can find me playing Demigods on Saving Throw Show with New Pantheon. Uh, Jason actually guested on it a couple weeks ago, so go back and check it out and catch up with the season. On Mondays, you can catch me on Hyper RPG playing Colock 1991, which is a kids on bikes actual play. It's a cool mixture of Stranger Things and Twin Peaks. Uh, on Tuesdays, you can catch me back on Saving Throw Show running... Uh, a fifth edition D&D actual play called Pirates of Salt Bay. Uh, on Wednesdays, you can catch me with Jason playing in that very cool mass game called Eidolon Academy. And on Friday, you guys can actually catch me on Dice Envy. Uh, we're running a mass game there too. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, I'll let you girl. That's just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just, just, just a little busy. <laughs> All right. And my name is Michelle Otis. You can find me on the socials at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also buy my music through Plate Mail Games through Drive Through RPG. And I am Wes Otis. You can find all of the sound effects and things that you hear on this uh, podcast through Plate Mail Games on Drive Through RPG or on BattleBards. Uh, you can also find 12 Side Stories. That's 12, the number, Side to Stories on Twitter, on our own website. If you want to leave a review, that's always helpful. If you want to give us support by giving us a shout out, that's helpful. Or check out our Patreon as well. Any one of those things are awesome. And thank you very much, Jason. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.